landing a great job opportunity is sometimes very challenging. Breaking into tech and getting hired as a sales rep can be even harder. When I was applying to my first sales jobs, I also struggled with the unknown. What to expect, what the tech industry was like, and how do I break in? After years of being an SDR myself, I've decided to build something I wish I had in the beginning. My name is Stefan, and in the SDR Hire podcast, I interview successful SDRs and salespeople who share their stories straight from the trenches. Learn how they got their first job offers, how they succeed every day in their roles, and what makes them stand out in their organizations. We all have what it takes. We just need someone to remind us of the opportunity and give us a better chance for success. Let's get your next SDR gig. Welcome to another episode of the SDR Hire podcast. Today, I'm talking with Gabi Sea, an SDR at Stoke Talent. His sales career actually started back when he was in the army without him even knowing it. After the army, Gabi took a couple of years off to indulge his passion for traveling and learning about the meaning of perspective. Finally, right before COVID started, Gabi landed his first SDR role. Now more about his story, we'll hear directly from him. Gabby, welcome to the show. Thanks, Stefan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's actually an honor. I've been following you on LinkedIn for, for quite a while and being inspired by your posts. So uh, I just have to had to reach out and, and see if you'd be open to doing this. Yeah, no, I, I definitely appreciate it and looking forward to this. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so I usually start off these uh, sessions with just asking, you know, how did you end up being an STR? Like, was there a specific, you know, uh, path that kind of you wanted to take or was it just a, a, a product of circumstance? Um, I definitely say circumstance. Um, I, I, I don't think I knew what an SDR was before I applied for the job. Um, definitely did not see me in the sales world. Um, this, this definitely wasn't part of my plan. Um, and, and I think what happened was, I think the main thing that happened was when I was deciding what I want to do for university. So I was, I was kind of debating where I want to go to school. I got accepted to a really good school here in Israel. Um, and I ended up deciding to do to go to an online university here in Israel, and that would allow me allow me also to get more experience while I'm doing school. So it was like a question that I was asking myself a lot: Do I want to just take like the three four years and just be like completely in school um, and only focus on that, or do I want to put school, you know, be able to do it on the side and then also be able to to gain some real life experience? So that's what I decided to do. Um, and I think that was like the big decision that ended up, you know, leading me to, to finding, you know, some idea of what I want to do, um, and lead me into the, you know, into the tech space. Gotcha. Well, nice. That, that really sounds like you made it, you know, happen for yourself and, uh, made sure you can, you know, explore other things while doing your, uh, degree, which was, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, but like when we were interviewing for this, uh, you mentioned, you know, the army and how, uh, really it um, it shaped the way you're doing things today but can you share a bit more about, about that yeah so um, in Israel you have to do three years of service um, as a male so I was three years a combat soldier um, in a special unit um, and, and it was a crazy experience like you know you're 18 19 joining the army for three years and and it's really it's like on the, on the one hand, I don't think life should be that way. And it's kind of sad that that's how it's, it needs to be. Um, but on the other hand, I did learn a lot and gain, you know, so much from, from that experience. And I think one of the things, and that it's also helping me the most now as an SDR is just like being able to, to be persistent, uh, you know, work hard, 
um, when times seem like they're not too well, you're not, you're not, you're not, you know, getting the results you want. You just need to, you know, continue, move forward, see the bright side, um, you know, use maybe your teammates, your, 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 your buddies, um, learn from one another and be able to just continue and, and follow through. Um, and I think that's been helping me a lot as an SDR. Um, cause it's hard, it's hard. You know, a lot of things you have to do all the time, repetitive tasks, um, you know, speaking with, with decision makers, it's not an easy, an easy job. And I, I definitely think that, that being in the army and, and having that experience, um, is helping me today. Um, not only as an SDR, but in general. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can imagine. Um, and so, okay. I mean, you've been in the army, you decided to go to school. Like how did you actually end up uh, doing sales? Yeah. So maybe, maybe I could give it like a, a quick timeline kind of yeah, what please. happened. I'll make it a bit more clear. So I did this three year service, um, after, after high school, mm-hmm. uh, crazy experience. Like I said, um, learned a lot, had some pretty shitty times also, but in general, good experience. Um, and then, and then I went traveling the world. It's pretty common for, for people after the army in Israel to go traveling, but I took it a bit to the extreme. I did two years, um, spent like six months in Southeast Asia, wow. um, spent six months in the U.S. with a renovated van that me and my friends built. And we just did the whole, whole U.S., Canada, Mexico. Um, also spent some time working in New York. Um, and then I was thinking really about what I want to do for school, like my next plan, my next step. And, and the idea was to, to go to this online university, gain experience. So I actually found an internship in a, in a startup in New York called Julius, um, an influencer marketing yes. uh, company. And yeah, I took that job just to kind of, see, like, I knew that tech interested me. I just wanted to see a little bit more what it's all about, kind of dive into it. Um, so that, that was a good experience and interesting. And from there, I was starting to look into like other possibilities, like where can I take this? What can I do? Um, what else can I learn? And, and that's where I found Stoke that was looking for an SDR. Like, what the hell was that? But I applied and then kind of everything rolled from there. It sounds like a, a fun adventure, but when you say you, you applied, like, can you dive a little bit deeper? Like, did you apply to like a hundred places and then just land, landed there? Or did you, did you, were you looking at just this one opportunity? Yeah. So I wanted to work remotely. Um, that was really important to me. Um, my girlfriend also is studying at an online uh, school. So we kind of had this possibility to, to, to live this kind of remote life that we envisioned. Um, so I was looking for companies that are, you know, remote. I was looking for tech companies. And I just started looking at different jobs that I think I would be able to do, like entry-level jobs. I was looking at like marketing and customer success. And then SDR also started, started popping up. And I started kind of understanding what it was about. And I applied like... I'd say probably a hundred companies. Um, and in the beginning, you know, no one, no one replied to me at the, at the beginning. And I'd say like at the end when Stoke, you know, accepted my, my application, I probably got three or four companies that also were interested in me. So it kind of happened like from, from no one wanting me to like, it felt like everyone was interested. Um, it was different. Like from the beginning of the process uh, by, by the end. One thing for sure that comes to mind is LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. in the beginning of this whole process, barely knew what LinkedIn was. Um, and I really got like a recommendation to, to look, look at LinkedIn, try to apply there and maybe even starting to like build your network, um, posting a little bit, trying to be more active. And it turned out that that was pretty good advice. Nice. Um, so I, I really built my network. I even found like one job that 
did accept me. I just found because I connected with someone, I saw that she posted, you know, about that they were searching for whatever it was. Um, so I just, you know, immediately just wrote her and told her that I'm interested. And then we, we talked for a bit. Um, nice. Yeah, LinkedIn has so much power these days. And, and that was definitely one of the reasons I think that I did start getting more replies from companies. Amazing. Amazing. Awesome. And so uh, you applied at Stoke. What was the interview process like? Did you have to go through several rounds? Did you do any assessments? Yeah. So I, it was only, it was two rounds of uh, interviews. So it was with my, my future boss with our VP of marketing. Nice. Um, and then with who was back then was the first account executive. So I was like the maybe 10th or 15th hire as an co- employee in the company. Um, nice. So it was with the first like account executive also in the company. And yeah, I think that was it. It was just two rounds of interviews. Um, and we were pretty, pretty much both on the same page. That's nice. That's awesome. And so if I, uh, if I read that correctly, you guys were acquired by Fiverr at some point, right? Yeah. So uh, November 1st, I think it was. So like last six, year, seven months ago. Yeah. Uh, we were acquired by Fiverr. Um, it was like a $90 million acquisition. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Uh, it was pretty crazy, you know, joining like a startup and I joined in May of last year. So like a mm-hmm. year ago. And then, you know, six months later where I started off as like the 10th or 15th employee, five, six months later, we're 40 employees and being getting acquired by this massive company. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a great experience. Um, really learned a lot from it. Wow. Did the structure of the sales development team change in any way? Or like, did you, are you guys still the same unit you used to be? Yes. Yeah, same unit. The company in itself is, you know, still running pretty much like alone. We are getting a lot of, you know, help and collaboration with, with Fiverr. Um, there's only, you know, upsides to that. Uh, but we're still, at least as, as the SDR team, uh, pretty much still focused on what we were focused on before, same size. We're actually growing now, bringing on a few more. Um, yeah, that's... That's awesome. And yeah. speaking of Stoke Talent, can you tell us a bit more about what the company does? Sure. Um, how would I say it? So a lot of companies these days are struggling to find you know, full-time employees. Some people say there's like a shortage of talents. Um, you know, a lot of these, a lot of good talent are, are hard, hard to find some, and some are going to freelance. Um, mm-hmm. so a lot of companies are, when they're filling in the gaps, when they need someone, they're just bringing on freelancers. Um, cause it also, it's more flexible and there's really good talent that's freelancing when you need someone for like an, you know, a, a specific job that you need expertise. It's always good to bring on a freelancers. Um, and companies these days are, are working with tons of freelancers. And the more the time goes by, it's becoming even more and more clear. They say that like by 2030, 50% of the U.S. Uh, workforce will be freelancers. Wow. Um, right now, we're standing at like 34% of the U.S. workforce is yeah. under contract. Um, so wow. it's a pretty crazy. And the thing is, is that, you know, finding a freelancer might be something that companies could deal with. When, when you start managing a whole group of freelancers, it becomes hard. So you have to you know onboard them and pay them in all these different countries and make sure you stay compliant and that you have to pay them in all these currencies um, and collecting all their tax and legal documents and contracts, um, managing their projects. So Stoke is basically a, a freelance management system to manage that whole that whole kind of you know um, activity of the freelancers. Um, so we're working with companies that have five freelancers and also lots of companies that have thousands of 
freelancers and contractors. Well, that really sounds uh, like a comprehensive solution for freelancer. I actually haven't heard about it uh, until until you and I spoke. Yeah, uh, there's not. We don't have much competition, um, but I think that as the more than more companies are just relying on freelancers, they have to have some sort of system to save them time, keep everything organized and compliant. Um, in the U.S., you know, there's all these laws and rules now for companies when working and dealing with contractors. Like you, you have to make sure that they're really a contractor and not under contract, but kind of working as a full-time employee. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're, we're making sure also, everything's also legal and kind of saving the company if, you know, if there's any, any problem, any issue. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. We'll leave the links uh, of, of the company below. And speaking of links, I, I, I'd love to share your profile with our audience, sure. especially because um, actually I think you posted this morning or, or yesterday, you, you had like an introduction, uh, introduction yesterday, and then you posted this morning um, about your Monday MQL uh, session. Can you, can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So um, I, I guess I'll give a little bit of background. I started posting on LinkedIn a few months ago, like daily. Um, mm -hmm. It was kind of like this goal that I had that I'm going to start seeing what happens if I post every day and trying to, you know, teach, teach people from what, what I, what I've learned in my experiences. Um, and it's been going really great. Like three months got tons of traction, um, tons of upsides to this, you know, even from booking more meetings and an SDR um, and even trying, you know, people trying to recruit me and different connections I've made. Um, like it's really powerful. Um, and then I think just, you know, I've been thinking, what else can I add? Like, how can I help? What, what's, what can I add that's different? Um, and I came up with this idea. We'll see how it goes called MQL Monday, uh, where every Monday I want to share like a real experience, either of my, of like mine at my experience or someone else of how they booked the demo. Um, so the idea is basically to give inspiration to others and really see like a full process of what happened and how that worked. Um, Cause you know, sometimes, which it's not a bad thing, but on LinkedIn, you could see a lot of things that are pretty general, like do this, do that, you know, personalize. Um, so I'm hoping to get a little bit more in depth um, and show really like, you know, the process, my thought process, what worked, what didn't work, um, more actionable insights as well. So yeah, look up uh, MQL Monday should, should be good. Awesome. That should be actually a hashtag. It, it kind of sounds like a hashtag. But um, uh, yeah, I think that, you know, LinkedIn has been growing heavily on the content side and like there's uh, exponentially more uh, creators now than it used to be like at least a year ago, not to mention a few years ago. And, um, you know, with, uh, with that kind of a, a growth, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people start posting about things in general that are not really useful, uh, both in sales as in anything else. And like, I, I also try to keep my content as actionable as possible, but I wrote your post and it's really like, it's gold. I think every every SDR and, and account executive should read it and be like, this is awesome. Uh, and by the way, I can just imagine how many recruiters are, are approaching you to, to, <laughs> to approach you. But since we're on the topic of LinkedIn, there's one uh, post that really, um, stands out on your profile as well. Um, and then, you know, I know it has a, a, a deeper level of meaning for you as well, which is the one where uh, uh, you start with, I don't have the best SDR skills. And then you mentioned what kind of uh, those skills uh, you don't possess. Um, can you kind of, you know, what's the meaning behind and the, uh, you know, the intent behind that post? Yeah. So first of all, I just really agree with what I wrote. 
Um, so mm. I, I don't think I'm the best SDR. I don't think the be- I'm the best at cold calling. I don't think I'm the best at, you know, writing emails. My English isn't perfect. Um, I would say I'm in the introvert kind of side. Um, but I think that what does stand like does stand me apart from others is that I'm working really hard. So I'm sure everyone is, um, but I am super persistent. Like I will keep on working, keep on getting better. Um, you know, if someone doesn't answer me, I'll keep on trying to reach him. Um, I'm not giving up, you know, if I, I keep on every day being consistent, doing my prospecting, doing my emailing, doing my calls. Um, so I think when you're really consistent and really looking also to improve, um, you know, the, the sky's the limit. So you don't have to be so good at cold calling. You don't have to be some master email writer. Um, I think just with like consistency and being able to, to be persistent, like you could really get a lot of things, a lot of things done and a lot of great things done. Um, and I would, I would connect it also to like the army, like we spoke about before, um, you know, I'm in, in the army, you know, there's time in trainings where all you do is just maybe crawl, you know, you're just crawling like in this desert rocks, like getting all cut up. And that's like your practice. You're, you're just crawling and you have to keep going no matter what, or maybe you're running like for miles with this, you know, backpack of, you know, 30, 30 kilos on your back. And you just have to keep going. Like, that's just the nature of it. And that's what you're also practicing for if, in case of war or in case of whatever. Um, and, and I think it, it was a good lesson for me. And it also like built the habit in me just to, you know, keep on going. Also, if something doesn't seem to be so good right now, or it's not working, um, not successful, there's, you know, you could always, with, with that persistency and consistency, uh, you could really do anything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And we all know that, you know, persistency um and and you know uh, fighting that adversity when you're cold calling where you when you when your inbox is empty it, it really uh, you need that you need that part of of your um, personality and and it really sounds like the army actually did you know build up character um although maybe uh, too much um, <laughs> but um i guess in the end it did it did provide a lot of value for you and and your uh, habits Yeah, um, for sure. I, I definitely learned a lot. Um, I, I think I think one one thing that I remember for in the beginning as an SDR, um, which is how much I felt like I didn't know. Like I had no idea what was going on and what needs to happen, and so it could be pretty. You know, it could be a shock because um, especially now with these days when there's like so many companies that are hiring these SDRs, um, it's. Like, I, I don't think it's a new thing, but I hope, I think like the, this future kind of SDR, the way it's kind of building right now is pretty new and not everyone really knows how to go about it, what needs to happen. So there's a lot of learning on your, on your own that you need to do. Um, cause also the, it's, the field is changing all the time. Um, so you have to be able to, to really be open to learning, um, and being consistent and, and yeah, that's just super important. Yeah, yeah, I can I can just agree with uh, what you just said, and that's that's been my experience as well. Like, I've been an SDR for since like 2020, uh, early, so similar similar to you, and uh, like it's it, it has changed so many times um, just in this short period of time. And I know based on the stories that you know those thought leaders and and our seniors have been speaking about, like. You know, it's been totally different before, like five or 10 years ago when you you could just, you know, 
hey first name and that's like the the most of your personalization and and it was it was doing the job but yeah we all know that 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 shit doesn't work today yeah i think that's also one of the beautiful things about the sdr kind of world is the community that that's kind of been built um and when everyone's sharing kind of their new approaches their new strategies so it's really easy for everyone to kind of adapt and learn and and be better um if there wasn't like a place like this kind of one marketplace or you know one place for community for everyone to to go to um it would i don't think it would have been as as fast and as you know the changes would have been slower um so there's yeah so so much power and i think in community and and i've definitely learned that since i've been more active on linkedin yeah i can imagine and i mean that, that's just one of the reasons you know i started this podcast as well and why, why we're having this conversation but before i forget i do want to ask you uh, your profile says that you've had like around 300 uh, percent month over month uh, quota attainment um like you know it's it's not always uh, it's not always the case new str is you know successful in their first uh, three to six months so you know what's kind of what, what has been your secret other than you know being very consistent as you as you pointed out yeah good question um first of all like that that would i don't know what it is in most companies but it also includes inbound so obviously inbound is uh, easier to close um yeah, and I, I think it's a lot of, just has to do with systems. So, you know, I, I am changing my approaches throughout since I joined, um, but there's always system, systems in place. Like I'm always, you know, I always have those two hours a day of prospecting and looking for companies to add to my, my pipeline. Um, and I'm always making those calls. And I'm, so things don't change that much um, in that regard. In that regard. Um, so it's, it's also, it's in one hand, it's like a numbers game. Yeah. If I know that I'm going to do the two hours of prospecting, if I add those like 50 accounts to my pipeline, um, I'll probably see, you know, X amount of, of demos at the end. Um, and then adding to that like numbers game, adding my creativity, which I think is one thing that I'm pretty good at. Um, I think that's, you know, it, it makes it makes sure that that I'll, I will reach those results um, every month. Um, yeah, actually, my, my best my best month so far which is pretty surprising was uh, a few months ago in Panama was the, was the month with most um, meetings that I've ever booked. Awesome. Uh, so it was pretty interesting to me that like when I was actually in Panama, it was a bit, you know, sometimes it could be harder to work. Wi-Fi might not be so good. I want to go to the beach. That was kind of what I wanted to do, but actually there was, it was my best month. So just, yeah, fun fact. Yeah, so if you're willing to share, like how many meetings did you book? Uh, I think it was like 74 or 75 shit yeah. that's really crazy yeah that's um, really that's including inbound so yeah sure that's uh yeah make sure that's clear but still i mean you you actually had to go in and, and call those people and book a meeting and make sure i mean if from my experience with inbounds now especially if your marketing is really not still you know pinpointed to the perfection sure. that it needs to be like there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of people just being like oh and what do you do and you know i don't remember booking this uh, call and stuff like that <laughs> yeah no there's a lot of like uh 
yeah a lot of trash that you know yeah yeah for sure but um uh, okay so you've been uh, you've been an str for a while like where do you see your career progressing is it more towards management and training people or would would it be towards an account executive role like where do you see yourself yeah this is a good question that i'm asking myself all the time um and answers have been changing so mm-hmm. don't take what i'm saying too seriously and also that's something that i i believe in like in general is to even if you have some sort of you know idea Mm. Uh, sort of goal like you don't have to be so head in the wall to it like you could be more flexible and be able to change like that's that's kind of the nature of our life right like you yeah. you, you have an idea and it usually doesn't even happen so you know, things always change so yeah that's just a side note um yeah i i think i don't know if i would like to be an account executive i'm not sure that that's kind of my the path that's interests me the most um i don't think that i'm like a sales i'm a natural salesperson so i don't see myself sitting on demos for you know 45 minutes and just giving a pitch for for that like maybe i might see myself having a 45 minute discussion and talking but not like explaining for 45 minutes what my product does um and so i, I don't think an account executive role is what interest me um maybe managing some free um sorry managing some sdrs might might interest me mm-hmm. uh, marketing is something that i find pretty interesting and in general i think just like the being an entrepreneur um and gaining all these you know skills uh that might help me in you know in the future is definitely something that interests me also so like also products um is something that i find interesting um so i'm still i'm still trying to understand exactly where i fit in and what i like to do Um, and it's interesting. It's an interesting journey. And I think being able to just like gain experience. Um, so that's, I think that, like I said, this was one of my goals when I, when I decided not to go to, to, you know, a university that will, you know, take every minute of my day away, um, was being able to, to actually get experience and start just, you know, experimenting, understanding what I like, what, what find you know, what's interesting to me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely been working. No, that's, that's, that's really cool. Uh, and I mean, it's not really a question that you can easily answer if you don't have it ready <laughs> at, the, at the time of, of being asked. And uh, on the other hand, being an SDR is what actually, I think, can give you the broadest uh, kind of experience that you can really leverage in any role that you would like to go in the next because you just learn about the technical side of the product you learn about the you know who's using your product you learn about different kinds of processes i mean so many things that you learn uh, along the way that can help you in literally any of those lanes uh and on a personal note like the product management side of things is probably my biggest uh passion if i weren't doing this i'd probably be trying really? to, to break, break into the yeah, product development like a product manager owner or something well, like you're, that you're kind of building a product right now in, in a sense in a way uh, yeah yeah i mean doing doing like uh, 10 roles in one uh, as a as a founder but but yeah if uh, if uh, if all of this goes to you know uh whatever I, i'll <laughs> probably just try and be a product manager somewhere and, and just enjoy the rest of my days <laughs> i'll join you For sure. Awesome. Awesome. That would be a nice team. Um, but like, okay, I mean, uh, we're, we're kind of uh, reaching, reaching the end of this uh, episode, but you know, this is something I, I usually ask uh, near the end. Like, is there something specific that you would like to tell anyone that's either trying to break into tech 
or have already uh, been an STR in a role is, and is trying to, to get to the next level? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, I think I've been trying to, to also say this up until now, um, but to me, it's just like not giving up. I know it's a bit cliche. Um, I agree. But, but, you know, I think so much could be done. Um, like if I would have gave up after, you know, applying to 90 companies, I wouldn't have been where I am today. Um, if I would have like gave, if I would have given up, you know, pretty early on as an SDR, if I would have made those first 200 calls and nothing would have happened, which, which is what happens. Um, I wouldn't have been where I was today. Um, so I think just like doing your best and not giving up and also just getting a lot of help. Like, I think I, I, a lot of people have helped me along the way. Um, I mean, my, my experience and my journey so far has been pretty short, so just take that into consideration, but I think, you know, gaining, getting help from people, networking, um, talking to people, meeting people, reading about things, uh, learning from your fellow SDRs, learning from, uh, you know, SDR influencers, um, learning from anyone really is just uh, super important. Um, I, I think that's what I would want to, sh to share. And uh, to me, that's very important. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, and, and this has really become a, a topic that's that's coming around every time that I speak with uh, with somebody and interview somebody, which is, you know, a lot of research and a lot of leveraging uh, LinkedIn content, podcasts, influencers and people who are you know willing to share what they know um, with the rest of us. And so, you know, uh, thanks, thanks for sharing that as well. And uh, for sure, I think, you know, uh, you are really an example of um, not giving up and, and that consistency that really, uh, you know, really creates the, the future that you would like to be in. So uh, that's really inspiring. I would just add that I think that really, like I had some sort of vision to what I wanted. Um, and I think that when you think about that vision a lot and you're pretty uh, optimistic about it, like good things could happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've, I've I, at least I felt that throughout my whole life and many things, like when I had a really clear vision of like what I wanted, like I knew I wanted a remote job, um, do school, be able to travel. And you know, it happens. Like I wasn't sure it was, but like, I was pretty optimistic that I was going to be able to do it. And when you think about it all day and when you're, you know, just doing things that have to do with it, like it just, it ends up happening. That's just like my, the way I look at at things in life so i think that also connects to that mm, for sure for sure it's very inspiring uh yeah i i i tend to think that, that same way and just like send my energy to the universe and let it let it uh kind of guide me to where i want to be so that, that kind of reminded me of what you just said um but yeah for sure um I guess I guess that's more or less uh, what we had in store for today. I mean, before we part, uh, I think we kind of said everything. But is there anything you would like to to uh, add before we say our goodbyes? Yeah, just uh, you know, if you need any help, feel free to, to DM me or LinkedIn or you know wherever. I'm always happy to help anyone that that needs any help. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I would add. Gabby, you are awesome, and I appreciate you for your time today. Um, and I'll see you around on LinkedIn, I guess, and uh, uh, perhaps on another show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing this, but also listening to all the other podcasts. Awesome. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Man, I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the SDR Hire podcast, the only podcast exclusively focused on SDRs 
where successful salespeople share about their hiring stories and sales adventures straight from the trenches. If you found this useful, go ahead and share it with someone else you know is trying to break into tech or land their next SDR gig. You can find SDR Hire on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and catch you in the next episode.